Welcome to all of the listeners and watchers out there. It is the Sneaks and Stats podcast episode 39. I am Sneaker Peter, and next to me is my boy, the Staddy, Daddy. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please subscribe for those of you watching for the first time to our YouTube channel. Like and comment on our videos. Follow us on all our social media, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, and what was the last one? <laughs> I think we're good. TikTok, TikTok threads, threads, Instagram, Instagram, X. And X. That's right. And X. Don't forget to follow us on X. So I don't I don't want to not know any every episode, so I did look it up. 39, Greg Ostertag. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. That's a good one. I have it here in front of me, all of the players that have worn 39. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy Grant wore on the on the Sixers 76ers yes. between 2015 and 2017. Yes. Uh I don't think I could have told you this one with a gun to my head. Dwight, Dwight Howard. Howard. LA Lakers and his brief stint on the 76ers as well. Yes. Um and there's one more guy but I do not know who he is. Cal- Cadwell Jones? <laughs> yeah. I know okay. him. He's, you know him? Yeah, I I I've I've read about him before. Okay. And then there's a few other guys that I definitely don't know. Uh Tom Tolbert for the Charlotte Hornets in 1995. Okay. Javante Smart, who is an active player on the 76ers roster. Mm-hmm. And then I am very sorry, I, I cannot Rebecca, pronounce this. Zeldsko Rebraka, who won a championship with the Pistons. With the Pistons against the Lakers? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Before. Yeah. So, Congrats. Uh, how about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not a lot. Only seven players have only ever worn it, you know? So that's. Uh, that's something. Well, actually, no, he did not win a championship. He was part of the part of the Sheed trade to Atlanta. Oh, okay, never so, mind then. <laughs> sorry, take it back. Zeljiko. Zeljiko. Rebecca. Yeah, yeah. Looks like Rebecca, but it ain't. But yes, thanks for joining us on this Dwight Howard episode. Episode. That's right. Another one. D twelve. D thirty nine. We just got through a snooze fest of a All Star game. Yes, I would agree with that. Better than 2023's, though. I agree with that. I also let, enjoyed Friday, All-Star set Friday and Saturday very much. But uh, the game, like I said, we needs... Something. Some, some, something it needs a little, like a jolt or something. Yeah, and I feel like I was kind of thinking, I'm like, it's kind of the worst of both worlds right now. Yeah. Because it's an exhibition game. You know, it doesn't count. That's fine. I, I, <clears throat> I'm not necessarily there to where you need to give one conference home court advantage. Yeah. I do think it would help, but I don't think you necessarily need to. But because there's no stakes whatsoever, yeah. it's like it's like it's not quite a Harlem Globetrotters game because it's not... The, the entertainment value, I think, is even less than a Harlem Globetrotters game. Yeah. Even though the skill of the players is all higher. Yeah. Um, but then it's also not like a practice or, you know, like it's... It's just, it's so weird because everyone, it's almost like everyone pretends that it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And then the players, when they actually get on the court, it doesn't matter to them. Or it's like, yeah, just, I don't know. It's really weird. It's really weird. Two things to me stood out that I felt uh, kind of bothered me. Um, During the skills challenge, Anthony Edwards was shooting with his left hand. Um, It's funny, not a big deal, but also it shows that he kind of didn't really care about the event. So it's like... uh, I don't know. I kind of wish he didn't do that. And same with and Luca was did not look involved at all during the All Star game. 
kind of, was, oh, no, was Luca like, in particular looked like and Jokic was like he did not belong there <laughs> I mean he was joking but he was like he shouldn't have even played which is good that Jokic said something like that because like yeah why What's why the are point? we there yeah um, yeah the Anthony Edwards thing is a little funny because like you you hear stories of people praising players that yeah. have played with their left hand Kobe has that really famous shot that he hit in the corner with his left hand yeah. in front of Mark Cuban yep um, and you know Great shot, you know. It mm-hmm. looks good. It looks weird, but yeah. it's like it, his form is good. Uh, Larry Bird famously said that I think against. I don't. I feel like it was Atlanta. I don't remember who it was against, but he he played the whole game with his left, and he told someone on the opposing team, "I'm saving my right for yeah for I think the Lakers." I remember that, that uh, trash talk. Yeah, crazy trash talk. But like, if you're good enough to play with your left, the, the entire like shoot with it, everything. I think yeah. I think go for it. But Anthony Edwards' shot looked. It was broken. Like he was hitting the back of the backboard, and it's and it's timed. So if it wasn't timed, if you had like a certain amount of shots that you need to make, I understand. But he was, it's a team thing that was timed. So it's kind of like you're hurting your team. Yeah, we, I mean, who knows how many, how serious they took it? But no one seemed to, to take it that serious. Which yeah, so which kind of bothered me. Also, um, if people are gonna talk about and players are gonna be upset about being snubbed for the game, you know, and then the starters that are actually in the game are gonna play like that. It's it's kind of like. It's a bad look, kind of. Right? Yeah, I. Yeah, because I if the guy that you voted to be there is just gonna play like that, if I'm a fan, I'm just gonna vote for somebody else. Uh, I missed the Rising Stars tournament, but I saw that it was great. Yeah, you said it was really good. I saw the G League team beat the one of the rookie teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. The players are talking trash to each other, which was cool. Yes, I saw. Yeah. I did see Benedict Matherin talking. Or was it Math? It was Matherin, Matherin right? talking, talking to, trash to Jaden Ivey. Yeah. And that was funny because Jaden Ivey did not expect it. He, yeah. He was like, you can't even guard, Matherin said to Ivey, you can't even guard me in the Rising Stars game. Yeah. And Jaden Ivey just goes, what? Like, big <laughs> smile on his face. <laughs> Matherin, you can't even guard me during the Rising Stars game. Yeah. And then Ivey, a little smaller smile. What? What? <laughs> and then Matherin just one more time, you can't even guard me during the Rising Stars game. And then I, Ivey just went, <laughs> just walked into him. That was crazy. That was crazy. But it was cool. It's uh, you. That's what I want to see as a as a basketball fan. You know, I want to see the competitive nature. Benedict was going off too, which oh yeah, home so, crowd. Hit, yeah, home crowd. He hit like three threes in a row. Um, so it was it was cool to see uh, somebody actually you know playing their hardest out there. Um, yeah, sat- Saturday night was pretty good. Um, Three point contest was pretty fun. It came mm-hmm. out of the gate. It came. They, everyone came out strong. They had like three players hit the twenty six point mark, and it, and it ended with a bang too, which was cool. The uh, Damian Lillard needed that yes, last, that he last needed the last shot. money ball to to win. And mm-hmm. He got it. So and they had a shootout or a shoot off, I guess. Where yeah. They had a oh, four way tie, and they only three players advanced. So that was cool to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Steph and Sabrina shootout. That was, was great too. So sick. That was probably the best one. And, uh, you know, my wife asked me, do you think Steph's going to let her win? I'm like, if he was cool, he would not. He would go out and be like, mm-hmm. I'm going to try and smoke you. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't know, if, if, Sab- if Sabrina went second, maybe she would have won. Because she, she hit 26. That yeah. was the winning, the winning mark. In, in that type of game, it's, it pays off to, to know what your bar is. Right? Oh, yeah. So Especially Steph, for- Steph gets, yeah. Right, competitors at that level. Yeah, Steph even said like, "Oh, I knew I had to like turn it on because she came out mm-hmm. like with a flamethrower, which mm-hmm. she did." Yeah, because then, because then it's me. It's like, okay, if she hits twenty nine, then I got, I got to start off hot too, right? Twenty nine would be 
That's insane. I mean, she hit what thirty six or thirty seven in the WNBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an insane amount of points. Mm-hmm. So she when she came out and hit in twenty six, I was like, and oh, she's shooting from man. NBA from the NBA level. Yeah, so. well, she's got that. She's got that and more. Yeah, so, she's great. Um, that was awesome. That was super fun. But you can't count out the the greatest shooter of all. No, I definitely picked Steph. I'm like, yeah. If you if if Steph, I mean, I was rooting for I was rooting for Sabrina, but in deep down, I was like. You can't count out the chef, man. I just wanted her at the even though I picked I I felt Steph was gonna win. I really wanted her to give him a run for his money, and yeah. she did, and more, man. She yeah. like she came out looking like they should just honestly just maybe make that make make it a part of the the weekend. Like mm-hmm. I, it's cool to see the best NBA players do it, but like throwing Caitlin Clark when she's in the oh, yeah. NBA, get them involved Sabrina for sure. Again, yeah, like, throwing the shooters, dude. Mm-hmm. Like. It'll be, I think that'd be fun. Yeah, it's only, it, and you can see the success that came out of it now. So, I mean, hopefully they, they do add it on for the years to come. I know Reggie Miller during the broadcast, which it, was, it seemed like a very cool weekend for Reggie to be back in Indiana. Oh, big time. That was another thing I was kind of mad at, especially with Draymond, just a quick sidebar. Yeah. He was on the simulcast that was on like True TV or something of yeah. the All-Star game. I, I heard actively complaining about like, why are we in Indiana? Like, why is the All-Star game? It's like, this isn't it. This isn't a destination. It's yeah. like, dude, these towns love their basketball. Especially Indiana, dude. Indiana yeah. loves basketball. Indiana is... Like, is the state the, loves basketball. Yeah, and it's, like, known for basketball. Yeah. Like, for the longest Rougers, time. Yeah. Uh, Larry Bird. Is he, was he, was he trying to create, like, a, a conversation about it? Like, I think... You know? I think I, I heard some players were upset because it was so cold. But it's like, the All-Star Games in February, dude. Like, it was in Toronto one The year. weather should not matter. You're indoors. I, mean, I, I know. Whatever. I thought that was lame. <laughs> but I was happy for Reggie. It seemed like a cool homecoming. Cool. Like, I mean, three big three big ones. Like the pe- the the current stars, you know, like Halliburton, Reggie, and then obviously like uh, Larry Bird was a huge part of Indiana when he was the... And the Pacers because uh, he, coached, he exactly. coached a lot of the... And was mm-hmm. the GM or like, you know, chief of operations or whatever. Right. When they were like in their heyday. So yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. So And JJ Redick said it on his podcast too. They, they did a great job of showing... Uh, like all the past, like past Indiana players, and also the the, yeah, the they town did a lot and the of history cool stuff. of yeah, yeah. And the basketball and all that. So that was, that was a cool part of the of All Star Weekend too. And I think they always do a good job of that. I think that's what's weird is that All Star oh, Babyface singing the uh, national oh, anthem was fire. It. Fire. Um, yeah, I thought All Star Weekend overall was like a a big success. Yeah, just the game itself was just. Kind of boring. Yeah, and and there thank was God that's good. the only fix, you know. Yeah, a big fix, but the main draw. I mean, I think Saturday you know? night gets a lot of people, but yeah, the main draws should be the All Star game, right? Cat uh, played really well. He was trying <laughs> fifty points. Fifty points. He had some crazy dunks at the end, he and did. he was just pulling up. And I will be the first person to say I'm not a huge Cat fan, but I was Same. like, oh man, Cat might have made me a little pulling me towards his team a little bit. He, some he of can his let dunks it up. were sick. Yeah, he can. He's he's a great player, man. He's really he's really good. There's yeah. some attitude stuff that I question with it's him. It's attitude but, stuff for sure. But, you know, it is what it is. I did I did think the East came out trying to play some defense, I thought, at least yeah. just from looking at it. Mm-hmm. Um it's it just really it just gets boring when it just turns into okay, you go, I go. Like Exactly. And then and then you, and what bugs me is just watching the players just stand there. You know what I mean? I know other players would be mad at you, but if it was like my first time, or if I was like, I don't know, Shay or, or Ant, I feel like Ant especially could have did this. I would have come out 
like it's a game. Like I would have been like, I want to. Yes. Especially, maybe someone will do that next year because now it's yes. two years in a row of mm -hmm. the online discourse being like this was boring, this was bad. So like, I no matter what, I'd be like, okay, LeBron, if you don't want to, you want to sit out the entire second half, fine. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna come out here. I'm gonna take over and like it's exactly be a game. And, and that's what it seemed like because Bron said he was willing to take a back seat and let the young guys go. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it seemed like Ant, Shea, and Halliburton were offensively doing pretty well in the first half. You can tell Halliburton was kind of going for the for the MVP. Yeah. And then and then he kind of went cold or didn't get the ball. He sat forever he though did. too. He sat. He sat. So he got pulled. I Come think on, with Doc. like two minutes. Yeah, I know. Pulled with like two minutes left. There's four minutes left in the first, and didn't come back until two minutes before the half. I was yeah. like, "That's weak," because he was clearly going for it. He had yeah, like and six he's threes in the first quarter. Hometown kid. I mean, yeah, the kid man. from the hometown team. Like, not a good look. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but I was like, Halburn should be playing. I mean, I know there's not a lot of minutes. Yeah, he should be in that 25 minute mark for like, sure. He should be playing, especially a lot of this one. Yeah, I I was a little. Disappointed I agree with that. that. But uh, overall, overall, I like I I had I still had fun. Enjoyed the weekend. The but, dunk contest wasn't great, um, but you I like the outcome because I like Mac McClung and Mac McClung was really good. And he I like the G League. Yeah, I like I think he deserves some exposure. You know, he's, um, he's worked so hard. But uh, what were we talking about? Mac McClung. Mac McClung. Yeah. Uh, like I said, happy for that dude. Watched him a lot in um, high school and college. Uh, obviously, still trying to work his way into a like a prominent role in the NBA. But uh, glad that he was able to be back-to-back -back champion. Yeah, super cool. Well-deserved, I think. Oh, oh yeah. And I think his dunk over Shaq was one of the cleanest, like, jump over somebody. Over somebody, yeah. Because yeah. usually it's just the leg over. Yeah, and it's he like was maybe push off, off you, but he, like, yeah. really, he did it. So that was cool. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Jaime Hawkins' dunk over Shaq was kind of cool, too, because he had a little bit, I saw before the dunk contest, where... He used to tell his mom when he was like two or three, like I want to dunk like Shaq or something. Yeah. So that was cool. It was cool. So I, and again, the some of the dunks weren't that bad, but the dunk contest overall was still good. good. Yeah, I'll take it. Mm -hmm. Um, but that does I think transition us well into what we're talking about today. Yes, uh, a a switch back into the old school. Sneaks and stats the, ways. The vintage sneaks and stats. That's right. Style. Yes. So just for the the old the older Old listeners <laughs> out there and watchers out there, uh, we are talking about one particular shoe today. One shoe and one shoe only. Actually, very significant shoe in the sneaker world and the and um, the basketball world. Um, what are we talking about? Uh, we're picking. What, up, wait, I forgot. What, <laughs> what do we do here? Let's start over. This is this is the food podcast, right? <laughs> um, taking it way back to where, picking up from where we left off from when we started. A, a continuation of a series that is still ongoing. That's right. Uh, yes. The Jordan Eight. The Jordan Eight, a a shoe that uh, was the final sneaker before the first retirement. Of yes. his career. Yes. Uh, so 1993. Was when they were originally released. Yes. Yep. And I, I checked because I know we had done this with a lot of his other shoes. I think we maybe skipped over this on the 6 and the 7. But he did wear them only after he debuted them in the All-Star game. Yeah. Before that, he was he was still wearing the 6s. Yeah. And I did see. He, I, I checked and like just to confirm in the early part of the season, he had yeah. the, the hair. 7s? 7s, not the 6s. Yeah. yeah. I was like the... 
I was like, oh, those They're so are uh, sick. Uh, you are a huge seven guy. I know that. Yeah, I definitely, at some so point, you, I'm going to get a pair of, yeah, yeah, yeah. a pair of sevens for sure. And right, I mean, I don't know if you're in the market for another pair of shoes right now. The Julian's been going crazy. He's got a lot of shoes now. But um, the sevens are pretty cheap right now. Just saying. All right. All right. Just saying. All right. Not, I'm not trying to entice you or anything. Make a mind. <laughs> Cash at me. Yes. Everybody. Uh, the Jordan 8. Okay. Um, in, in the sneaker community, um, beloved by the sneaker community, but not necessarily a favorite of a lot of people. I, I think if you were to interview a uh, hundred sneakerheads at a convention. I don't think you would get one, or maybe maybe I get a couple people to say this is their favorite. Uh, but uh, in terms of design, in terms of the history of it, it's still a really dope shoe for me personally. Um, I don't own any, but um, a little a little over the top, I think. But I, I, in, for, for my own personal preference, yeah, it's it's kind of weird because there's like simultaneously a lot going on mm-hmm. but then also visually not that much <laughs> yes like texture wise and material wise there's like so many different things happening on the shoes there's like so many layers but then there's not that on a lot of the pairs that you see such as this pair the playoffs yeah there's not a lot of like color on them so right. it's it's kind of a, a weird shoe mm-hmm. i am not a huge fan. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not too much either. Uh, I think I'm more in love with the history of it than the look of it. That's true. Even though I, I think the shoe looks good uh, on foot when you're in a in a basketball game, like when Michael was wearing it. Um, it did come out originally in 1993 with three original colorways, um, basically a home and an away, which is the playoff, and the other home was the what people call the Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And then uh, the Aqua, which he only wore during the All-Star game, Mm -hmm. really. And then, um, funny enough, I didn't know this, but I found out in 2003, uh, when they uh, re-released them for the first time as a retro, uh, they released a Jordan 8 Low. Yeah. Can you imagine how that looked? I did see some, when I was scrolling through like colorways, I saw some lows. I was like, that... Looks really that, weird. That looks funny. <laughs> yeah, it looks really weird. Mm-hmm. Definitely not a shoe that should be made to a low. I don't yes, know. this won't work. And uh, and Tinker's uh, thinking into the shoe well, uh, was the it was the first time they went with more an aesthetically pleasing look of a Jordan than the performance. Um, so a lot more a lot more material on it, a lot more protective. As you can see, the the two straps that go across the front. You're, yeah. Your sh- it's a lot of material. Your shoe, your foot is for sure protected, uh, but it's also a heavier of a shoe. And probably a little stiff too, because it's really you got yeah. Look at you're that strapped thing. in on all different sides. Exactly. I think we've talked about this before too, but this is definitely the era where they started moving away from any kind of Nike branding and yep. starting to make Air Jordan mm-hmm. its own thing as we know it today. Mm-hmm. So just something kind of interesting, I think. Yeah. Um. I do, I do think that, the, to me, the best feature of this shoe, which I, I hadn't really noticed before when they, because they re-released both this pair and the Aqua last year. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know why I never paid attention, but the sole, the sole is mm-hmm. super dope. Yeah. Super cool. They, they always, which we've touched on previous episodes, uh, on how well they, that Nike and Jordan designed their soles, like the bottom of their shoes. Yeah. 
um, so Jordans in spe- specifically, like one to ten, they all have different ones. Yeah. Um, if when we get to the Jordan Ten, you'll see it has his accolades on the bottom. Yeah, that's so it, crazy. Which is cool. But this is this Jumpman is like Gumbying out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> extra long legs. Yes. This is a Space Jam Jordan. <laughs> that's that's actually Victor Wembanyama. Right <laughs> they knew he was coming. He's yeah, but um. Yeah, the sole is really cool. One of definitely one my of the, favorite part of the shoe. Easy. Yes, definitely one of the the cool parts of the eight. Uh, I am a personal fan of the Loop Terry um, uh, Jumpman symbol on the tongue. Kinda, oh yeah, kind of like a towel material. Yeah, with a, it's a huge thick. circle. Yeah, on there. And I do then, like that. Yes, and then the uh, the twenty three on the straps kind of looks reminds me of like a thriller. The thriller. Uh, font. It's super nineties. That that's that, that, the so twenty three cool. style yeah. is so like in your face, yeah. man. <laughs> that's what I love about it so much. Um, also, in two thousand three, they uh, debuted the very first Jordan eight women's pair. It was brown and pink. I could not find it. Hmm, I will try to see if I can get that to you guys on social media if you guys are interested on that. Which I I found was crazy because. Um, they didn't really start making the women's pairs for a long time. Yeah. So um, that I feel like would be a rare, rare air. Like the guy, Jordan, Air Jordan, Scotty Pippen, Scotty Michael, Scotty Michael, Scotty Jordan, Scotty Michael, Scotty Michael. <laughs> um, the the straps on the sh- on the shoe, um, they are adjustable for protection. Uh, I have I have told Julian right before this episode that this one is probably my favorite out of the three. Yeah, I would think you agree? Yeah, I would agree too because I really don't like the color blocking on the all black pairs. Mm-hmm. This one breaks it up a little bit more like I just I think with the all black shoes, it's a little tougher for me to tell the difference in the material like even here on the heel like yeah. I can see now that this is a different material where on the playoffs I couldn't really tell to be honest. Yes. And even this, I like that it's like it's almost love like a, that. It's almost like a Pokeball or something. I love that the tongue is black to not make the shoe too overly white. Right? Yeah, no, it definitely helps. Good contrast. Um, yeah, this is, this is probably my favorite pair of the original um, colorways they yeah. released. There's one, there's one in PE that we'll talk about later that I haven't told you about that I was like, oh, pretty sick. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, you're not allowed to know. You know I'm actually, when I do bring it up for the camera, you have to leave. <laughs> I'll get ready. Yeah. But uh, the 23 on this, this one is embossed, it, but it is still white. But it looks cool, though. dope. That's a cool, actually, feature to have it embossed in there. Yes. Um, one of the um, top, um, re, uh, what's called, uh, things that people say in terms of a review of the shoe is that it's not very breathable. Um, as you can see, it does have holes on the side panels here and on the upper, but not really much... Um, ventilation in this shoe as you can see it's covered all the way around yeah you know? it's a lot of material so um you could i mean it's it's it is made to be a little more protective but there is not good ventilation on that shoe um what i thought was cool it features a um a harachi like inner boot system inside hmm. so uh, i would imagine that it was very comfortable fitting in there because uh, harachis are a very comfortable shoe um and uh, like I said, it's, a, it's to be more snug and protective for Michael's definitely. Feet, so yeah, um, I, I mean, it's great. <laughs> like I said, it looks good with the basketball uniform. Um, I personally 
don't know if I would ever own one. I would like to maybe someday, but um, this is definitely the best one, I think. The yeah, I think this is probably the best. Uh, until we talk about the other ones. This here's, is probably the most famous. More. This is a very cool one, too, to have this. Yeah. Um, the Aqua. So, I do, and I do like the, the, how they incorporate the different colorways onto the, the logo on the tongue. Yeah, and the, and... Who would have thought that the purple, that purple and and teal or, or aqua, um, would go well, so well together? You know, it's kind of it's kind of interesting though, because he's had a few like we've seen other colorways like mm -hmm. this, because uh, I think it ties into like North Carolina, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of interesting, because I, I feel I think there's one that we looked at even before the Hornets were like a franchise or something. So it's like yeah, it's funny that it's kind of Hornets colorways, and he ended up owning and ended up owning the Hornets, them, yeah, yeah. Um, People, I think people in the secret community would say this is the most popular of the Jordan 8s, um, of the aqua colorway, because they've also repeated that colorway with, like, the 6. Um, yeah. Yeah, they've done a um, an aqua colorway, but with white. Uh, yeah. So um, it's something that is a little, people like because of the historic nature of it. Yeah, I, I think I saw one of the white pairs, and I, yeah. I, I kind of, I do, I don't know what it is, but I, I do kind of gravitate towards the white. The whiter pairs are particularly a yeah. in this shoe. I think even more so than than other models. Yeah. Uh, here's the sole again. Yeah, that's nice, dude. It's, it's so nice. Super. It reminds me of the like plastic cups, the, the paper cups. Yes, the, the white they, ones. Like, yeah. <laughs> get water. Dixie the, cup or yeah. something. Yeah. Listerine. Water cooler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dentist office. Mm -hmm. Very very. Yeah, they cool don't they sole. don't miss on the soles. Uh, one more pair that you sent me. Yes. Super dope. Uh, yeah, and a little history on this pair. Again, this is probably the second best to me. I, I, I'm not, not knocking the Aqua or the Playoff. I just think personally I like kind of crazier shoes, but the meaning behind this one is what kind of gets me. Yeah, the Dornbeckers are always very, very special. Yeah, shout out again to the Dornbeckers. We talk about them all the time whenever we get a shot. Um, this was designed by a, a, a child. His name was Caden Lampert. He had um, uh, Guillain Barr syndrome, which is an auto autoimmune disorder. Um, but he was part of this this freedom uh, freedom program that Nike uh, set up with the Dornbecker Hospital. Uh, he is into that kid was into magic, music, dirt bike racing, uh, mm. and he wanted to have quotes on the shoes. So you can see he had Rock On on there, uh, he, Brave. And think, he also had hang loose. I think maybe. Oh, okay, I didn't get the hang loose. On um, yeah, he had uh, the hang loose on um, on the other shoe. The sole is is awesome. Look Very at that. Very cool. Mm -hmm. I like they changed it to fourteen. The fourteen, for him which too. is That's his cool. number. Um, and also, uh, this shoe released in on November twenty third in two thousand fourteen for a hundred and eighty dollars, um, hundred twenty five grade school. Oh, nice. If you were able to buy it, because every Dornbecker in life has Sells out like crazy. was selling out like crazy. Um, the last sale of this shoe was that I saw on StockX was $1,487. Oh, baby. The, <laughs> the lowest ask for it is $1,099. Uh, so a pretty penny if you do want to own this shoe. But um, a cool little... Stat from my end, um, the Dornbecker program that started in 2004 with Nike uh, up until this day um, 
working with the kids and making all this, these shoes, some of them with merch too, mm-hmm. um, has raised $37 million. Wow. Uh, that's for awesome. the hospital and for the kids. That's fantastic. So it's a really cool thing. Yeah. That that's I'm crazy. Glad to, that's awesome. To kind of put out there and speak about. Um, really cool program. One of the really cool programs that they do. Definitely. So, so cool. That they, and, and like, so special for those kids probably to you imagine? be able to design your own shoe. You have your own shoe and when you're a kid, you need, they didn't need to become an athlete to do it or nothing. Yeah. You know I mean? Really so cool crazy. thing you could talk about for, for the rest of your life. Um, yeah. the, the playoffs, just for anyone curious, those, since they released last year, they're on StockX right now for only about $199. So mm-hmm. nothing, nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that moves us along to uh, the man that first put them on. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, Michael Jordan. I don't know if you knew that. I want to see this. I don't believe it. <laughs> you need the you need the proof. I need the proof. There he is. How do you like those jerseys? Uh, they're okay. <laughs> you don't like those ones? <laughs> no, nah, they're, they're not great. I, I think I like the retroness of it. It definitely has a retro feel. The fit too, like it's the it's the U neck, not the the V. Yeah, you know? not the wishbone. Wishbone. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, they look they look good on foot, man. You know what I mean? No, yeah, they it look good. They look good look. for playing basketball. That's yeah. for sure. Mike but, got the tongue out and everything. I know he's ready to take on Clyde. Killing Clyde. Sure. <laughs> uh, this was the 1993 NBA All Star Game. Yeah, in Salt Lake City, um, the West won 135 to 132, um, and I believe that was in yeah an over an overtime game. So. Definitely uh, some defense was being played in that game. See, And you see that, that score compared to the All-Star game last week where one of the teams scored 205 points. What is happening? And they also, I read both teams combined in, the, in this most recent All-Star game for I think 186 three-point attempts. 168 or 186, which is like way too many, way too many. Jacked up threes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're shooting... That it, it's just crazy. It's insane. It's like ninety a team. Yeah, that's bananas. That's almost every shot. Pretty much, yeah. Right. So crazy. What did Mister Mister Mike do? Uh, Mister Michael Jordan. Your dash had uh, thirty points, four rebounds, five assists, four steals, six turnovers, and five fouls. Pedestrian. Uh, pedestrian. Sump change. Yeah. Uh, 10 of 24 shooting and 9 for 13 from the free throw line. Uh, your MVPs were co-MVPs, and it's in Salt Lake City, so no surprise. Stockton and Malone. Oh, really? Took home MVP honors. Of course. Uh, Malone had 28 points and 10 rebounds, and Stockton had 9 points, 6 rebounds, and 15 assists. 15, 9 points, 6 rebounds, 15 assists? I guess the 15 assists. 15 assists is crazy. They were also they were probably very nice assists too. I would imagine. I, I mean, maybe a couple he he's in there. A little hoo has. Hoo has with he he's and the hi hey. A little shout out to our boy, Grandmama Larry Johnson. There he is. Yeah. Have not probably haven't spoke about him ever. In, I don't know that we ever have. In this maybe in we, this podcast we might have. I like Larry Johnson. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. If anybody has uh, noticed us speak about him, let us know what episode that was. Um, How did Clyde do in this game? Let's see. Clyde. 21 points. This was also uh, Shaq's first All-Star game. Oh, cool. Throwing that out there. 14 points and 7 rebounds for Shaq. Clyde 
uh, where is he? There he is. Only played 11 minutes. Oh, okay, um, he had only two points and uh, one rebound and one assist. So he wasn't really uh, nah, pretty quiet game yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dan Marley had a pretty good game. 18 points, seven rebounds. Ooh, pretty good. All yeah. shots. I Le- bet. Yeah. Three Le- pointers. Uh, Mike was the leading scorer for the whole game with 30, um, and Carmelone was led the West with his 28. So okay, different era, that's for sure. Um, Probably very fun to watch. Yeah, I used to love on NBA TV just watching old reruns of the highlights of, of just so. anything. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. In, oh, when they would play it, it's like a full game. Yeah. Was there a Hardwood Classics com- like TV show? I mean, a uh, channel. I think there before? was a channel, and then all they would do is show like the old finals games and all that. Yeah, I think there was. There was. Right? There was. I think for maybe a little bit. I don't know if it still exists, but I know that's such a NBA cool TV. Like they would show all or uh, dunk contest all the time. Like, yeah. Every dunk I've seen, I feel like every dunk contest because they would just always have them. Mm-hmm. Moving along to some games that matter, though, and I think the best game played in a Jordan Eight, okay. I will contest, okay. comes from uh, Mr. Michael Jordan himself. Ooh, I can't wait to hear this. In the 1993 NBA Finals, there's Dan Marley, Dan Majerly, Dan the Man. Mm-hmm. Um, game five in Chicago. Uh, Bulls win 111-105 to go up 3-1 in this game. Yes. And MJ, oh baby, he had 55 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, a turnover, and 3 fouls on 21 of 37 shooting. Oh my god. 13 of 18 from the line in 46 minutes. 46 minutes. Yes. He sat out 2 minutes. Yes. Right? What? <laughs> 55 points, though? Mm-hmm. In a playoff game. That man In a playoff was game. built different. Really, it, yeah. I, I think what's crazy in all the times that we've talked about Jordan, and you know now we're yeah. eight, eight seasons deep or so, however many, mm-hmm. um, nine, I guess, he, like, we, we hardly ever come to like, oh, that was not a great game, like, especially in a game yeah. that mattered. Like, yeah. He just didn't really have a bad playoff game. Right, right. It's pretty nuts. It's, the separation is so huge when you see stuff like this, right? Because, um, you know, you see guys like, not to knock anybody, but you see stars now. Like, uh, you know, Harden has disappeared in a couple of games, a lot of games in the playoffs. Yeah. Right? You know, Jason Tatum, still a young guy, did it, disappeared in the finals, his last appearance there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just things that, that suit these superstars, um, like Jordan will not, have less would not have a bad game like that just kind of showing you i mean really what level he is on it really just does not seem like he's gonna have a bad game it's it's super nuts right um chuck had a great game too though uh i mean obviously they only lost by six and they would come back to win the next game yeah um but then you know they made it competitive there's that famous story of jordan saying I'm only packing one suit. Mm-hmm. Like when they go back yeah. to Phoenix. Yep. <clears throat> and they he only needed one suit. Uh 32 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists in 46 minutes for Chuck as uh, well. So our, my favorite version of Chuck. Crazy game mm-hmm. right there. That's mm-hmm. nuts. Um holding it down for the Suns. But that's it. That's all I had for uh Mr. Jordan, mm-hmm. the namesake of the shoe. Uh I saw he also had a 50-pointer, I think, against Charlotte in the regular season. But I thought, you know, 55 in the playoffs 
a little more impactful. Means means a lot more for sure. <clears throat> but now we're on to some PEs, and I, I don't think yeah. I've told you any of these. So yeah. there's one that I or I told you one because you know we had to do it. But um, first up, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. This is the first one that popped up. Kind of random, but mm -hmm. I think cool. Uh, Thaddeus Young. Oh, cool. With the Chrome Jordan mm -hmm. Eights. Um, some some people some people like to call those like the Spurs Eights. Kind of looks like a Spurs eight because sure. yeah, some players did wear those uh, or nets. I'll yeah, take a nets eight. Same, same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. because of, I think it's because of the the, the grays that are on yeah. it. You know yeah. what I mean? But uh, another cool colorway. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Shout out, and Daddy. I like the the chrome accents too. So yeah, that makes it a little a little different. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there's a little shine on yeah. this here. The Staddy Thaddy. Staddy Thaddy. He yeah. did. Hey, fantasy basketball legend right there. He's great. He could stuff it. That guy can really stuff it. Um, in this game, so this was his uh, second game with the Nets after being traded for Kevin Garnett. Okay. Um, when KG got traded back to Minnesota for his last two seasons. Yeah. Um, this was against Denver in Denver on February twenty third, twenty fifteen. Um, so almost exactly nine years to the day from when we're recording this. Yeah. 15 points, five rebounds, one assist, two steals, a block, and three turnovers uh, with three fouls on six of 11 from the field. So a little of everything. Um, the Nets demolished the Nuggets 110 to 82. Mm. So a, a huge victory. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is kind of the, the bad the bad <clears throat> Nets. Bad Nets and bad Nuggets, too. Oh, that's there right. There was kind of that weird year where, like, Kenneth Reed, I think, was not doing as well. Yeah. And, you know, some of the players they had weren't panning out. Right. Um, the Nets did something weird, I noticed, too. Brooke Lopez came off the bench and had 19 points and 9 rebounds. And I checked, and he had an injury earlier in the season, and mm -hmm. then he started coming off the bench. But they just let him continue to come off the bench, which... And never is, ended up starting him? I mean, I weird. think spot starts, but, like, yeah. he never consistent For the rest of the season, wasn't consistently starting, which... Right. That is weird. That does not make any... I think the starter was, like, Mason Plumley. Like, Mason Plumley is good, but... Yeah. Rick Lopez, to me, is a... Pretty much going to be a starter. And, uh... Not... The nine rebounds surprises me, because he's not really that... For a big guy, not really a rebound. No, he's not usually pulling down rebounds like yeah. that. So that's pretty interesting. Um, Gallinari had 22 points for the Nuggets as well. So yeah, um, that was that. Ah, Gallinari on the Nuggets. That was a uh, different beast there. What time? Yeah, what time period? Yes. Um, let me see here. Um, next up. One of our favorite things to do, I think, mm -hmm. whenever we talk about, especially Jordans, but pretty much any shoe from the late 90s, I feel like you can find this guy wearing. Yeah. Uh, during his sneaker free agency. Yes. Kobe Bryant in the Jordan 8 PE, mm -hmm. which those are nice. They are very those nice. Are sick, right? It's interesting that they made the Jordan logo black and white. Yeah. Could have done purple yellow, but I mean, it actually kind of works. I didn't I want to put too much of that yeah. on there. Uh Paired along with a Jordan 3 that he also wore. Mm -hmm. um, most notably uh, sold together. Um, they sold those as a set? No, but uh, they did sell it. They did sell them uh, as a set re as recently. Like, they did like a special release where it was like only a few pairs. Um, That's nuts. That'd to, be a nut, a, like a nuts buy. Yes. It's crazy to get both. 
Um, I think both together at this point are like 35K um, to have. <laughs> yeah. And then they all, there's also the pair that he wore that out there somewhere. I think someone owned. Maybe Sotheby's has it. Yeah, maybe. Um, but w- like we said in a previous episode before, Kobe's sneaker free agency, one of the most talked about of all time. One of the most legendary sneaker yeah. periods in the NBA. Literally wearing everything. And these, this and the three are probably the most talked about, I think. Yeah. In that free agency. No, yeah, I think so. What um, did he do in this shoe? You know, <clears throat> this was the last time he wore it. Yeah. Um, and not a great game for him, unfortunately. But he did wear it a lot during the season. I saw he averaged... Um, I think Nice Kicks did a compilation okay. and uh, or um, they compiled everything, I guess I should say, and he averaged like 33 points in the, in the Jordan okay. 8. Yeah. But in this game, this was um, against the Spurs, uh, game six of the uh, Western Conference, or game five, no, six of the Western Conference semis. This was in LA, and mm-hmm. the Lakers lost um, and ended up losing the series 4-2, a pretty bad beatdown. Uh, same score as the uh, Nuggets game, actually. Which is a little weird. Spurs had one ten, and the Lakers had just eighty two. Um, Kobe, not a great game. 20, 20 points, two rebounds, six assists, one steal, um, seven turnovers. What was the field goal percentage? Nine for nineteen. Not, not that's terrible. not actually not bad. Yeah, that's not terrible. That's like close to fifty percent. Yeah, it's not but... great, um, but it's not terrible. And that, I mean, even though we love Kobe, that kind of put in perspective. I'm like, dude, Mike just. I just didn't have a bad that's, game. That's <clears> the, that the difference right there. Yeah, yeah really. Um, Shaq had 31 and 10 rebounds. Timmy Duncan had 37 points, 16 rebounds, Jesus 4 assists, Christ. and 2 blocks. And then a young Frenchman by the name of Tony Parker, Parker. had 27 points and 5 assists. So, pretty good game for him. 20 points and 5 yeah. assists. I love really, really thin pancakes. French fries. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, just to point out, uh, Mike is also the all-time points-per-game leader in the playoffs okay. for a career. Uh, yeah. In his career, averaged 33.4 points per game. That on... was a period of time where I did not like the Spurs a lot. They were beating us. Yes. A lot. <laughs> the Spurs beat us a lot. Yeah, they... But, but well, Kobe bested them it in was the playoffs kind of, it was, more. It was kind of like... Yes. Every, I feel like there was a little trade-off, though, too. Yeah. It was like, they beat us in 03, then we beat them in 04, mm-hmm. then they beat us in 05. And... All their odd years when they won is yeah. when they bested us, yeah. but we got them um, later on, too. Yeah, they kind of got the last laugh, though. I don't, I don't remember the last time the Lakers matched up with the Spurs in the playoffs. I don't... Uh, against the... Uh, when against the... the when uh, Kobe got injured. Against... Uh, when he tore his Achilles. Ah, it doesn't count. Kobe, that does Kobe not count. Playing. It was a play, exactly. <laughs> remember Dwight uh, got wasn't kicked that a out? sweep? Yeah, Dwight got uh, ejected for, yeah, uh, for like remember that, yeah. Something like that. It was really bad. It was such an embarrassing way to Super embarrassing. Playoffs. I remember it was elimination game, game four, and we were like, we knew we were going to lose, but we're like, there's still hope. <laughs> there's always hope. There's so, Yeah. Um, and then this was the, uh, the pair that I was like, oh, these are sick. Okay. I wish I had these. Okay. The, oh. CP3. The CP3 Jordan 8P in the Those are fire. in the old school like OKC Hornets colorway. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, I really. They're, almo- they're almost kind of like the white aqua. Mm-hmm. And a, they're they're close. Um, yes. Ish. Yeah, it looks like a, yeah, except that there's like yellow. The on yellow, there. yeah. But um, I mean, very well put together. Very cool. The, the little splash way. of yellow. I'm like, oh, that. They, and I'm a sucker for that colorway. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And and they did such a good job of the accents of green and yellow, right? Yeah. Like we we're saying, um, they could have went overboard, but the 23, like it's you can see the outline of it is green, and then the inside is yellow. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's this. This was a pair. Where I'm like, oh, I gotta get these on there. I had a hard time finding the photo, but I was like, these yeah. are not, or uh, the game, I should say. I, I, I had the photo, but I couldn't figure out what game this was. But this, you found I, that. You found I did it? eventually. Yes. Okay. Um, this was in, I believe it was New Orleans at the time because it was the 07-08 season. Yes. Uh, yes, it was. And uh, the Hornets were playing the Grizzlies on December seventh, two thousand seven. Um, Chris Paul had himself a game. Could have been the best pair or best game in a pair of eights if not for Mr. Michael Jordan. I I believe it. This when I see this picture, I, I think this version of CP3 was disgusting. This version of CP3 is getting MVP votes. Like mm-hmm. this guy is on another level. Yeah. Uh 43 points. Wow. Five rebounds, nine assists, four steals. Wow. Only three turnovers and two fouls on 15 of 27 shooting. Five for seven from downtown and eight for nine from the field. That's a game. And this Hornets team kind of was dangerous. Oh, yeah. Like uh, Chandler. Yes. So Tyson Chandler had 13 points and 19 rebounds. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That's dumb. Yeah. Uh, David West, who was Whoa, a killer. I forgot about that. 27 points and nine rebounds as well. So all the rebounds just went to the Hornets. <laughs> that's that's all. Um Pau Gasol, before he got traded to the Lakers later that year, uh-huh. 26 points, 10 rebounds, and 7 assists. Wow. And uh, Rudy Gay had 31 points okay. for the, the Grizzlies. Okay. I kind of forget that Damn, Rudy Gay... everyone was eating that game. Yes, crazy. That I was thinking, I'm like, this must have been a good game, because it, it was a, a two-point game. The Hornets only won yeah. uh, by two, 118 to 116. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see... Chris Paul was so must have been so it, hard to guard. It went into overtime too. Wow. Um, and it it came down to Rudy Gay hit a three that tied the game, and then uh, Chris Paul. That was with twenty four seconds left. Chris Paul with one point eight seconds left hit a layup. Ooh. To to put them up by two. Wow. And, I wonder if. I don't have it in my mind, but I feel like if I see that highlight, I'll remember it. Yeah, I would have to see it's it. It's too crazy of a game to not kind of... It's, it's not you know. one that sticks out in my head, but, uh, I mean, what an ending. That right. I was thinking, I'm like, man, going to this game, you would have been like, man, I saw Chris Paul drop 43. I saw mm-hmm. Pau Gasol. Mm-hmm. I saw Rudy Gay drop 31. Like Qu- Quincy Pondexter. Crazy, man. <laughs> Watch out. Watch out now. Um, was, was James Posey... On the on the New Orleans Hornets. That's probably a good call. I would I would have to say that he was probably on the Hornets. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna be very surprised. I will be very happy if he is. Posey definitely was on them at some point. Not yet though. Ah. Dang let's, it. let's see when he got there. James Posey. Uh, Gennaro Pargo. Yeah, on I remember that. The Hornets. Also the a Laker. Uh, next season is when uh, okay. Posey joined okay. the. Doing the Hornets. So I'm not crazy. I mean, not for that. Not for that. Not for that. No. Um, this season, though, Chris Paul finished uh, 
with the second most MVP votes. To who did uh, you lose to? Wait, wait, wait. What year is 2007, it? 2007, 2008. Kobe. Kobe Bryant. <clears throat> uh, yes. Kobe won. It was not super close, but I mean, Chris Paul getting second over KG, LeBron, Dwight, Tim, mm-hmm. uh, Steve Nash. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's saying something, man. Please do not sleep over CP3's career, guys. He was also please watch his stuff. Yeah, man, he was crazy. He was, it's disgusting. He also got some votes for most improved, which is kind of funny because he won Rookie of the Year two seasons before. So. Not a lot to improve on. No, I know. Um, Says a lot. Yeah. And then uh, the last colorway. Okay. We didn't mention the Wizards this this episode. Mm-hmm. So we had to mention. Uh, Nikola Jokic uh, got his uh, oh, there you go. triple-double tonight against to complete the Zards. Against the Wizards to complete getting a triple-double against every team except his own. Yes, which I think LeBron is the, LeBron and Russell Westbrook are the only other two to have done that. Yes, but I think Robinson? Hit, I think they've hit all thirty now. Okay, yeah, yeah. At this point, yeah, yeah. Um, since they've moved around quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. Uh, but yes, so now that we've mentioned the Wizards, we can move on to talking mm-hmm. about PJ Tucker. Okay, well, this episode wouldn't have been complete. It wouldn't have been. It a wouldn't cl- have been. It would have been a classic without PJ. Without Tucker. both them. No. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, Ooh, and a Josh Smith and here? a little Josh Smith action back <sighs> on the on the Pistons. Yes. Um, that hey, is look at those! A terror squad, Jordan Eight. Mm-hmm. That's Fat Joe owns those. He is large. <laughs> that wasn't a pun. Obese Joe, and it wasn't big. Is he just dropped all those terror squad Air Force Ones? Those are nice. They're great. If any terror squad pair is goes crazy, he does a good job. Of um, but yeah, I thought I thought this was a cool pair. Obviously, it goes really well with uh, the Suns uniforms from yeah. back then. Yeah. Also, I mentioned to EJ, uh, PJ warmed up. This was a little more recently in the uh, Rui Hachimura Jordan Eight PE, but I couldn't find any actual games played in that. So, mm-hmm. um, this was December twelfth, twenty fourteen. Uh, the Suns. Lost in Phoenix to the Pistons, one hundred three to one hundred five. Yeah, uh, PJ Tucker had himself a pretty good game though. Sixteen points, nine rebounds, three assists, three steals, uh, one turnover, and two fouls on five of eleven shooting. Two for four from downtown. Um, Andre Drummond, a young Andre Drummond, had twenty three points, twenty rebounds, and fourteen rebounds. So honestly, close. There, there was a time when Andre Drummond was just like. 20 rebounds. 20, 20, rebounds, 20, 20 rebounds. all day, all yeah. day, yeah. Um, this was uh, Drummond's just second season okay. in the in the league, so pretty crazy. Drummond used to be really good, and now he's kind of a Not funny English. player. He does yeah. like crazy handles and stuff every <laughs> yeah, once in a while. Um, one of one of PJ's better games. He's also uh, a little bit of a disgruntled player right now on the the Clippers not really getting any playing time. Yes, he was and dismissed. He is voicing his opinion to be on another team now. Which the only option now is he's got to get cut. So, I don't know if the Clippers will do that, but yeah. He did get dismissed from the team just before the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. Um I think they had one more game in in Golden State mm-hmm. and he was asked to go home before that, so mm-hmm. Ouch. Kind of I mean it's it's I don't know. It it's hard 
when you're at this stage in your career where you're not going to be able to be an impact player. Yeah. But. I mean, he obviously feels like he can provide some value to a team. Uh, it obviously matters now if a team wants to take that chance on him if he becomes available. Uh, but this Clippers team is obviously not in need of his services. Would um, you throw, if the Lakers could get him, would you be like, pick him up right now, do it? I, I, I don't think it would hurt. I think, you know, he would be another defender that we can use. Um, obviously, give us some threes if we need it. Uh, the only thing I would just like to throw out there is he had in his first, what is this? He had a six-game stretch with the Clippers before they started benching him where he went scoreless. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously you have him out there for the defense, but you do need him to be at least taking corner threes. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely think you can take two shots a game. You Just know, a three, three shots here. a game. I, he might not be warm enough to get, or might not be enough to get warm, but... And there is a ton of wings on the Clippers. There is. So that makes it a little difficult. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think... The Sneaker King might be... There might need to be a new Sneaker King in the NBA. He needs to pass the, the crown on to somebody else. Because he might not soon. be... Yeah. He might not be in the league too yeah. much longer. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll join uh, all those dudes playing in the Puerto Rican League. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we're not going to say that just yet. No. That, we'll, we'll that is see. That is our we'll Sneaker see. King until somebody else takes the throne. I think he should. if he does get cut, the Bucks should pick him up. He was, yeah. he was good there. He was there, too. Won a championship there. So yep. I, would, I would be like... Sign me up. It would it would obviously be a team that will want to just bolster their bench for a playoff run. Yeah, you know, so that's that's the tough part too. Is that I, they get to a buyout? I don't know what he expects, but I don't, I don't think on any team he's going to be a starter unless no the Wizards. But even then, I don't think they would they would want to the teams that he could be a starter on based on talent. They want to start players that are trying to improve and mm-hmm. learn how to be in the league, and and uh, the other teams will have him off the bench if at all. And the playoff teams like to shorten their rotations. Yes. In the playoffs, so who knows what type of role he'd even have. But to have him in the league, we need you in the league. I know. Who we can talk about. I don't know. I don't know who we talk you know about if he wasn't in the league. <laughs> um, speaking of sneakers, though, as that is the point of this podcast, yeah. you got some new heat on your feet. No. Oh, never mind. Cut that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, a little update on my, my basketball league that I'm in. My leg is fine. I was uh, able to test it out. Even though I maybe I shouldn't have, uh, but it's okay. It feels great. Played last night. I got, I bought these for the league. Uh, these are my new, hey hey, LeBron Elevens South Beach colorway. Fire. Um, my favorite LeBron of all time. Always wanted a pair, and it took almost ten years to get my first pair, but I finally got it. Uh, you are also wearing a a pair of Heat. On your I'm feet. Wearing my new heat. Get up there. Get up, put it on there. Get up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my Jordan One Year of the Dragon Low. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will. I will feature. We will feature these on our socials. Um, so you'll see these on there. Yeah, you'll definitely. A try. little more up cl- close and personal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we do have an unboxing video for these. So if you guys want to check that out, mm-hmm. check the link in the description. Yes, that is on YouTube. Um. But yeah, just wanted to let you guys know uh, what's going on with our feet. They're great. Thanks for asking. Feet are in good shape. Yes. Yeah, they're healthy. Uh, but that does it for the Sneakers and the Statistics podcast. Yes. And I believe next week 
now that the NBA is getting back in full swing, we'll yeah. probably be back to our regular lineup of mm-hmm. new releases. Final drop. F- final final push for all these teams. Yes. Um, so we're excited to get into the playoffs and do some breakdowns there. But if you guys like this style of video, again, you know, let us know. Please um, comment we'll, down below. We'll be happy to do it again. But mm-hmm. yeah, keep keep tuned for next week. We'll have Copa Drop. will be back. I've been missing Copa Drop. I miss Copa Drop. I miss Heater on the Feeders. You miss? I miss Heater on the Peters. Fe- Heater on the Feeders with Peter with Steady and Peter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's it called? Real quick before we end it, your top three. Uh, eights. Uh, I mean, of any, probably the Chris Paul ones. I did see you show them to me, and I saw them the Q Rich Knicks ones. Ooh, that's Ooh. one of the most coveted PE. Q Rich eight. has some crazy PEs no, from when he was on the, the best. Him and Ray Allen were probably the best, and Jerry oh. Jeffries. <laughs> They're probably the best. Ray <laughs> Allen and Q Rich. Probably the- <laughs> Uh, that's two. CB3. Wow, I would not sur- I'm very surprised by that. But the I, orange and blue goes hard. Fire. Um, and then probably the OG Aquas. Okay. And he's a he's a he's an OG guy. Uh, that's what they call me. They every time they see me on the street, they go, "What's up, OG?" And What's I'm like, a- "Guys, <laughs> What's up, OG?" <laughs> My name's Julian. Stop. <laughs> Julian with a G. <laughs> and an O. <laughs> uh, what Julian. <laughs> What are your top three? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, Bugs Bunny, uh, D- Dornbecker, and then uh, Aqua. Yeah, Sick. Aqua's. You got two originals in there. You're double the OG. Triple OG. I don't know what this is. This is not a gang affiliation. This is a nothing. Which we are not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's that's episode 39, guys. Thank you so much for all your support, for listening, for watching. Uh, stay tuned for all the stuff coming up uh, for, on the podcast and our social media. We will be um, planning some big things coming up. Next in March is Got Soul, which we will be at. So stay tuned for that. But uh, until then, thank you again for watching. See you next All right, all right, all right. Uh, okay, Matthew McConaughey. All right. All right. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes, yes.